Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. supposed to get 80s in the DMV next week. Oh, okay. Be nice. It's going to be lovely. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I'm not mad at it. Bring it on. I'll come before you. I like it hot. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh. Just <laughs> this family show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm talking about the weather. What you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about shaffle. You can do it. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. We're talking about shaffle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Papa Didi. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, What's the lead in tonight? Uh, something I was discussing earlier with the crew. I just want to make it a grand conversation about uh, our beautiful young people tonight. Um, and I say young. I guess that's any particular demographic you want to put into a young vibe because you can also be young and immature with age. You know what I mean? So my question is, a lot of young people that have not established who and what they are. Do you think social media is really making them lonely deep down inside? Because it seems like the only person they're really in love with is that phone. You know, think about yeah. it. And um, everything is about the phone. I mean, every aspect of their life is about the phone. I was on a train earlier today. I looked throughout the car, and everybody had a phone in their hand. There was no single exception. From the car to the cafe car to the business class car to the quiet car, everybody had a phone doing something. But now we're speaking on young people. Do you think that that phone has become their their girlfriend, their boyfriend, their nigga, you know, everything else? Because that phone, you can you can seek and find anything you want in there. You can get your you get everything from education and fantasies and everything in between, you know. And and, and so what do you think about that? What, what do you think that phone has done to our people who was raised on the phone? First of all, they were raised on it, okay? So that's their go-to, you know what I mean? Like your go-to is maybe brushing your teeth in the morning, you know what I mean? Their go-to is the phone. So what do you think the phone is doing to our, our our young people, not not young as the age, but young as maturity, let's say. What do you think about that? Hmm. That's a good topic. I think definitely the phone has crippled their social skills, mm. for, for sure. 
Mm. Because I've even observed sometimes if you go to places like food courts and you can see a group of young people, three or four or five of them, sitting together and no one's talking to each other because they're all on their phone. Yeah. And it's amazing to me, like, okay, you're y'all all met, here together. Right, y'all, y'all, your purpose was to meet out together. Right. Well, what we think. You're all here out. together to have lunch together and hang out with each other, mm-hmm. but you're not talking to each other. And That's some it. of them are even texting each other. From the table. From the table. And the person, they're sitting there and the person's texting. laughing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, that? oh, yeah. look at this. Let me, oh, let, me, let me tag you on this. Yeah. And they're not really having a, an actual it's the craziest conversation. Shit too. Yeah, it's crazy. But as shit. far as, you know, their addiction, I call it an addiction. I think that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're looking for too much in the phone. And maybe it's an escape from reality. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Kel? Hmm. Um, like Papa Dini said, um, they were brought up on the phone. Um, the social media platform, um, that's how a lot of them become an instant millionaires on this quote-unquote influencers or whatever. They don't have a real physical job. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not hard work. You know, they were just talking about that on the news the other day. That's hard work to stay on, stay relevant, to stay on the social media platform, mm-hmm. you know. So it's some type of work, but it's not physical labor like in our generation, I guess. So they have no social skills, no, not able to articulate. Like you, you said a key word, cripple. It's crippling their vocabulary. Um, oh, sure, yeah. You know, I, I just think they, they, they need some help away from that. Now, there was... Um, a mother and daughter, uh, they had like a study they were doing in the DMV area. And she, um, the daughter agreed to do it. They were studying 13-year-olds um, as far as their social skills and stuff like that. And she, the 13-year-old girl said she did learn a lot mm-hmm. because she has learned to move away from the phone to a certain degree, you know, um, to do other things than being on the phone. So... You know, um, I, I just think they need some help as far as that's concerned. Because I think that's how they deal with everyday problems. Like mm-hmm. they might see, um, like they have these video games they watch all the time, and all they're doing them up, shooting them up, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. You know, these video games. So in the real world, when they go out there, they just think that this is how I'm going to solve my problem. Uh-huh. Go find a gun, go shoot them, my problem's over with. You'll mm-hmm. shut the F up, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to that degree. And it's in their mind. It's like that video game. It's just, you know, so they need some help. Yeah, and that's not that's not reality. Right, it's not. And, 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 and I hate to say it, but Meta, too, has created this virtual world. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother layer to it. Yeah. Now people go into a virtual world Ooh. with their virtual friends. Right. And they do all this, whatever it is they do right. in this virtual world. Right. And they're living a virtual life. Right. It's not reality. No, not and at all. Once you come out here in the real world, so to speak, you can't deal. Yeah. That's that's my opinion on that problem. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of good points. Yeah. <laughs> So it sounds like we just need to get these kids unplugged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, my my view on it is that um, the phone is really, uh, 
it's taken, and it's not even so much the phone, it's the, the suppliers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Apple, for example, okay? I'm just speaking on Apple, no disrespect anybody that has an Apple. I'm personally an Android person myself. But every time Apple comes out, when they come out with a phone, which is on the average, what, every six months maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have to feature something different. They have to go with the camera. Now they have this thing with the A15 talking about the titanium, okay? Mm-hmm. And and when you pull up, the, because they want the young people to pull up the word titanium and look it up. <laughs> It's either a great level of steel that cannot be yada, yada, yada. Only fucking Superman could fuck with it kind of thing. You know what I mean? So they they, cause they know that when, when young people don't know a word, they just know to Google it. Right. You know, and so they see the meaning of titanium. Oh, that's I and then they yeah. then when they show the the thing on there, they shine a light across the titanium. Have you seen that with titanium? And then this bright light comes across the top of the phone, like like it's like it's some type of fucking you know, mm-hmm. like it's a diamond yeah. in, in the caves of they South make it Africa. Look very high. Tone. Yeah, and like so, what are you what are you saying? Is it the means that the so what is the glass made of? <laughs> The shit that cracks. If what does it, that mean? If it ain't Gorilla Glass, I don't want it. Yeah, I mean, you know, so they're not going to make it too strong because, and then you're going to be, they're going to after a while now be doing this, uh, you know, what was that when they, 15, 14, 15? I, I don't know. I think it's I a, can't I keep know. up with it. It's a 15. But I've heard right. some, I had some negative things about it that it wasn't Yeah, high. of course. Well, I heard that too. Right. People yeah. saying they couldn't use it very long because right. it gets really hot in your hand, right. and then you have to put it down or whatever. It's titanium. Oh, <laughs> right. well, Let me tell you this here. Uh, let me tell you this here. When you look back at Michigan back in the day, mm-hmm. cars coming down the assembly line, mm-hmm. that's what brought about what was called the Lemon Law. Okay. And the Lemon mm-hmm. Law was made was created mostly on cars. It was made on Monday. Mm. And they, it was every, you know, they say, oh, wow, when I, every time they check, who this car made? Oh, the 16th of August, 24th of September. So they have to, all those days was a Monday, mm-hmm. which means that some of my workers were fucked up that day, <laughs> fresh off the weekend. Is that way? So they went wow. and made a law in the world now, some states, right. called the limit. Got to go up. Right. Remember the limit law? Up. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. The limit law. Mm-hmm. So in the same fashion, because... That that phone comes down in a semi line, mm-hmm. and it's open, and it's boop, 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 the little machines are putting stuff in there. Actually, the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know, the same stuff. Yeah. Same stuff is in every phone. Oh, and the camera is all. Well, you said that about the thirteen. Yeah. So yeah. what do you what what is the, the camera 12, yeah. and the eleven right. and keep going. What so is the camera doing? Right. So it's up to you if you want to. You know, keep the phone till the wheels fall off. That's my thing. Exactly. Yeah, because I think the last uh, one, 13 or 14, mm-hmm. it, w- it had three, uh, mm-hmm. it has the three things the on cameras? it. The cameras? The cameras, yeah. Uh-huh. It's three different camera angles or something. I don't know. Really? I Can't wondering. you only take one picture at a time? Yeah, but, you know, you have, uh, you know, closer, far away, whatever. I don't know. I'm just trying to understand, like, if you put three cameras on the back of a phone, but you only got one button to push to take a picture, like how many yeah, pictures they, they can you take? Up. they got to switch it up. They how, gotta, many, they how many pictures up. can you actually take at a time? Anyway. It's, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. And, and, you know, and what gets me is that they, they are taking our beautiful young people 
who are our descendants. And people like uh, your boy, you know, what's the name that runs uh, different stuff? Um, Come on, No, nah, not him. The guy that runs um, Facebook. Facebook. Oh, yeah. oh no. Uh, Mark Rubio. Meta. It's, yeah. it's, it's Meta now, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right the, with the virtual world. They don't care at all. They don't care no, at all. It's a business. They're throwing it's stuff at business. people. He's trying to stay so far away from the actual product, and he's just sitting back looking at the money come in. Sure, he's in a room sure. all day that has the stock market over here, sure. this here, mm-hmm. what's going to the Swiss banks, mm-hmm. what's going to his personal account. Right. You'd be surprised what yeah. they got set up. Yeah. It's a multi-million dollar, uh, you know, James Bond fucking Jacusto shit. Sure. And it's sure. crazy. You know, and um, I'm telling you, and it's really interesting because, you know, we, we, we live on that, but the one sad thing about it, is that it all is based on electricity. Mm-hmm. And electricity is what we should be praising. Right. You know, that's what's supplying the power. Mm-hmm. And without electricity, your phone is dead. When you look at your phone, it says 10%. What the fuck you doing? Yeah. You getting worried. Yeah. Especially if you're yeah. somewhere where you ain't got no charger, right? Mm-hmm. So no matter how fantastic, oh, this phone is great, it's great, it's great, it's great. When that <laughs> motherfucker says 13 percent uh-huh. I taught a little five-year-old kid little grandchild I tell him I say look man I'm not gonna say his name because you know I ain't gonna put him out there like that I said look when your phone says three zero it's time to plug it in and he knows mm-hmm. he says to me Papa my phone's at three zero you got a plug <laughs> he, he knows right because he knows that that's what gives him power right. so why right. aren't we praising electricity Hey, come on. We're dude. praising the wrong shit. Uh-huh. Well, I'll say this. When these phone manufacturers can come up with a phone that doesn't die, then I will approve them. Uh-huh. But when you keep doing like titanium and an extra camera uh-huh. and something that'll zoom a little bit more uh-huh. and whatever other and stuff, I'm like, give me one that is die proof. But, but, but see, the teenagers, they stay on it so long. They don't give it a break. Yeah, no. right. And they or they're gonna die in. fast anyway. Right, in a twenty-four hour period, you know they're gonna be on at least twelve hours. Then you got people now that are selling the the little booster, battery. the little yeah. the little uh-huh. big battery sure. carrier. Yeah. They call it a bank. Right. They mm-hmm. sell a bank, but how do you charge your bank? Electricity. Electricity. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that was yeah. our lead uh, topic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we covered all kind of stuff. Yeah. It's deep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to the rundown. Yes, ma'am. All right. What you got for us, Kel? All right, in focus. Here we go. Forty-five. Your boy. Saying uh, say his name. He's at it again. Found liable for fraud in New York civil case. Woo! Also, yeah. Okay, we'll see how long that far that go. <laughs> Two nights of looting in Philadelphia. Wow. Mm-mm. Also, Jersey Senator uh, Menendez pleads not guilty of corruption charges. Really? You got gold bars hanging out your damn pocket, don't you? <laughs> Cocktail of the week, the Smoky Harvest Apple Cider Margarita. Yum, yum. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news, of course. We have to lighten it up. Scientists transformed cockroaches into zombie cyborgs. Also, Chinese women using fake belly buttons and fillies uh, deny entry to man's emotional support alligator. Also, I'm just saying with red wine. 
Living for the city with Papa Didi, my Holly will wrap up the kisser list and the last words. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with info. Hey, this is Redwine, just doing a few promos for the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. You know how we do it, PJs only, no clothes allowed, and I was just trying to get this done. Hey, Redwine, are you talking about the Pajama Party, where we talk about hot topics, movie reviews, living for the city, and what's popping with me about eating? I know yeah, you guys are not doing this spot without me, Kevin with the Yellow Talk. Did you tell everybody that um, we, they can reach us at apajamaparty.com or call us live, 914-803-4306. Check us out on Twitter, and don't forget to kiss us. Okay, now is the time for me to sing. Oh, oh no, me, 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 me. we don't have time for all that. Oh, she could sing. Oh. Let's get back to the show. What's your opinion? We want to know on the Late Night Adult Pajama Party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the Pajama Party live on the air. To listen to the show online, Go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of those Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Oh, swad, darling. Woo, it's right. Friday night. Yes. And the feeling is right. Yes, it is. Woo, all right, let's get into it. All right, what you got, what you got? Oh, man, my focus is on, here we go, 45. <laughs> your boy. He done done it again. Mm-mm. Well, a New York judge has found... Donald Trump and his family business to be fraudulently inflated the way they inflated the value of properties and other assets in a major defeat for Mr. 45 that could severely hamper his ability to do business in the state of New York. Mm. All right. Scathing decision by Justice Arthur N. Goron of New York State Court in Manhattan will make it easier now for State Attorney General Letitia James, shout out to Letitia James doing her job, Uh, they said it would make it easier for her to establish damages at the trial scheduled for October 2nd. That's coming up. Uh, In Goran, the judge also ordered the cancellation of certificates that let some of Trump's businesses, including the Trump Organization, operate in the state of New York. And uh, the judge ordered the appointment of a receiver to manage the business's disillusion. Mm. Shut it down. They said, look, just shut them down, some of the businesses. I don't know which ones yet, but that's what the judge said. So um, the judge described how Trump, Mr. Trump and his adult sons, Donald Jr. and Eric, 
and the Trump organizations, and there were other defendants, made up valuations and inflated Trump's net worth to suit their business needs. The judge also sanctioned the defendant's lawyers for making preposterous legal arguments and fueling the client's cocky and out-of-control behavior in the court. Trump and other defendants have argued that, of course they argue, we never committed any fraud, and then they challenged that all of the transactions that they made were completely profitable and on the level. But, of course, they're planning to appeal um, the, the judge in Goran's decision. Um, now, canceling those business certificates could really hurt Trump's ability to make money because once you cancel the ability to do business in New York, mm-hmm. a lot of his businesses were centered in New York. So once that gets shut down, that's going to make take a real hit to to the wallet. So if the decision by the judge is upheld, uh, they may have to start liquidating some of those LLCs, which are limited liability corporations, and a lot of those LLCs hold a lot of the assets for his businesses. Wow. So we're going to see what happens. You know, hopefully this won't be another one of those Trump gets busted, slap on the wrist, and then that's the end of it. Because now New York is saying, I mean, this judge is saying, you can't even do business in the state of New York. And we're going to put your businesses in receivership, and we're going to liquidate some of these businesses where you inflated the value of stuff. So to me, this one is a major hit. But, you know, some of those businesses could be um, shell companies. They could be. Yeah, and that's why they could be. I think that's why they trying to liquidate them, see, what you know, what's going on. Like, okay, we're going to liquidate your assets and see what you really have. Yes. <laughs> so. But they said they were trying to uh, go after the LLCs that had the bulk of the assets. Right. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll be able to look inside of them and determine mm-hmm. which ones actually are holding real assets and those are the ones that they're trying to go after. And you're saying that the kids are part of it. The, the yeah. Boys, yeah. Because they were all in all. Right. I mean, they were all a part of it. But the the daughter was not. Just the well, son. they listed. They only listed the two sons' names. Yeah, okay. the daughter wasn't. Right. But um, I noticed that she has really kind of severed ties. Really. Yeah, she I got up out of there. Maybe because her and her husband got their own money. Yeah, they do. And she's yeah. married, so she's under a whole different right groove. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think her husband is running his own flim-flam operations elsewhere, mm-hmm. so she's going to be part of that. Mm-hmm. So I think when she saw that sinking ship with her dad mm-hmm. and her brothers, she decided, uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to get up out of this. Mm-hmm. Y'all go ahead and do whatever you're going to do. All right, they got two or three children to worry about. And, yes. You know. <laughs> Yeah. They got their only power to worry about, right? Yeah. Because yeah. at some point, you have to be able to objectively look at something and say, I don't want any part of this. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, with, from what I have observed, she's not dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about those two boys, right. young men, rather, right. but right. she's not dumb. And I think by the time she looked at what was going on, she probably said, you know what, I'm tapping out. Right. Y'all go ahead and do that. Yeah, I think she was smart enough to do that. And the husband was like, look, baby, we need to separate ties with your dad. Because mm-hmm. you know? he tried, you know, when mm-hmm. Trump brought him in, mm-hmm. as whatever his role was in the White House. 
But I, I, I still think, yeah, he used Trump to a certain degree to mm-hmm. get what he wanted to get. And now, okay, I don't need you no more. So, okay, we're going to serve our ties, so to speak. So. Exactly. So that's that. Wow. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I just hope this one sticks. Have they started that procedure? You know, yeah, the judge has already made his declaration. Wow. So now, I mean, there's a there's a hearing scheduled for October second. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll follow it and see what happens right. as a result of the October second hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be pushed to another date. You know, that's what. Uh, yeah, pushed, you know, we'll so, see. Because yeah. they've already said his team has already said they're going to appeal. Right. The judge's decision. Yeah. I mean, he got the best of lawyers. Uh, uh, he pays them well, so, you know. I well, guess we don't know if they're the best. <laughs> we just know he runs through well, lawyers. Well, not they're getting paid. He must feel honored to work for Trump. Yeah, I don't get it. No, he runs yeah. through some lawyers. Right. I, I can't attest to how good they are. Right. But, all right, we'll keep it moving. Okay. Um. Yeah, I got the next one. This okay, what you got? stuff going on here. Two nights of looting in Philadelphia. Oh, boy. I didn't see that on the news. I guess that wasn't big enough news. I'm not sure. I saw it. Um, on the news? Uh-huh. Must have been on, uh, uh, oh, regular news? Okay. Yeah. Um, businesses across Philadelphia increased their security following two nights of looting across the city. At least 61 people have been arrested in connection with the looting incident. Gee, I didn't the know it was that many. The looting began on Tuesday. It's Friday. Mm. Tuesday night following an afternoon protest in response to all charges being dropped against the Philadelphia police officer who killed Eddie, uh, what was it, Irizarry? Oh, that's what started it. Okay. Okay. I'm not familiar with him. That's the brother that was sitting in his car. Okay. He was in his car. I think the window was up. The door was shut. Uh-huh. All of that. Some reason? But he was in, yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay. Let me not say yes. I don't know when it happened. Okay. I just know that a policeman shot and killed his brother. Right. And then the policeman was determined to be um, not liable. Right. You know, all the charges were dropped or whatever. Oh, yes, yes. And I yes, think yes, that's yes. what started the okay. protest. Okay. So that happened some time ago. Yeah, I don't recall when it was. I don't he got think shot that... a couple months ago. Right. Oh, okay. He was out there drag racing and stuff. Okay. And, uh. Okay, so I see the family uh, filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Philadelphia police officer, mm-hmm. which uh, marked down. So maybe the verdict from that or some type of verdict. Um, oh, I see. Philadelphia, uh, they dismissed the charges. Yeah. That's see, all why. the charges were That's against why. that officer who okay. ended up going away, dismissed, yeah. whatever. So they say they were um, charged with a number of crimes, including burglary, theft, and participating in riot offenses, about 30 people. Um, the suspects included um, Blackwell, a.k.a. Meatball, Philadelphia social media influencer, who officials said um, live stream and helped organize the looting. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So they were looting. Um, this happened about um, uh, Tuesday night at 1.30 a.m., uh, shoe stores, pharmacy, beauty shop, supply shop, liquor store. Hey, they that many those. places? Yeah. Um, at least 25 people were arrested. Uh, they were all charged with burglary and some facing other charges as well. So Thursday night, businesses across the city hired private security while police officers 
were stationed outside several establishments, including drugstores, which were frequently targeted targets of the looters. Mm-hmm. They probably going in and get them drugs so they can resell them. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. So you say it was liquor stores, drug stores. Mm-hmm. What was the other one, a shoe store? A beauty supply shop. Beauty supply. And a shoe store. And an apple, apple, apple store also. Oh. oh. Wow. But Apple don't care. They're so insured. They were like, yeah, take it all. Wow. All that display but shit. But you know what? I saw something about the, the Apple phones, and I read that the Apple phones, that there is nothing they can do with them because it's some kind of mechanism. Something, yeah, that they got to activate it or right. something. So even though they stole those Apple phones, they're not going to work. They should have went in the back. That's where the, the stock is, and not out on what, display. What the crazy part of it is they only suing for... $150,000 in oh, damage. Store owners? No, the lawsuit. Oh. Uh, the family. In damage. Oh, you're talking about that, the, the brother right. that was killed. Right. And okay. claims that uh, he was in, um, explicably shot and killed when he uh, posed no threat of uh, bodily harm, injury, or death to anyone. Yeah, the cop rolled up and just shot inside the car, but they lied first mm-hmm. and said the guy was out and plunged him with a knife, but he never got out of the car. So how are you going to first lie and then get away with it by letting the cop go on the back end? Right. They said he You lied from the beginning. They claim he pulled him over because he was erratically um, driving in the Kissington section of the city. Yeah, but then but what happened is that they said that, because I was up in the Jersey area, so I saw this news every day. Mm-hmm. When they pulled him over, they said that the boy was killed because he got out of the car and he lunged at the cop with a knife. Mm-hmm. Now, when the doorbell cameras saw it, in front of where it happened, and the body the body camera shows that there was a gun in the car or something. Something right. changed when they saw the body camera where the cop saw the gun. Right. But what does that got to do with the lie that the police said initially that the guy got out of the car and lunged at him with a knife? Right. They had to apologize for that. But mm. then now you're going to set the guy free after you, you let him go. He's fired now, the cop. Right. But how you gonna how you gonna change? You never even mm-hmm. back up your situation on your initial lie. Mm-hmm. So now you are gonna let the guy go free after you lied from the so beginning. From from this article, it sounds like the the, the, the um, cop shot him through the window. Right, yes. through the window. Right. So he but they initially he, said that right. the guy got out the car right. and came at him with a knife. But, but when they saw the, right. the 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 doorbell. The doorbell Somebody camera. The camera. Uh-huh. They showed the guy never got out of the car. The police said, yeah, we apologize. That didn't happen. So he didn't he get out of the car. Lied, and then he lied. Busted, but then when he went to the grand jury, the grand jury said, oh, it was a safe shooting. It was a good shoot. And the cops oh were just looking at the Through the window. Because they claimed that there was a gun on the seat. But what's that got to do well, with the initial... How was that a threat, though? What's that got to do with the initial lie? Well, see, this one sentence contradicts... Oh, it was it's a mess. This the lawsuit claims that uh the guy that was in the car, Izari, never stepped out of his car, first of all, mm-hmm. and did not roll down his window. So how can you roll so down the window? So therefore he was not a threat. Right. But the police said he got out of the car. Well, I know, that's what I'm saying. But that was the first story throughout Philadelphia. That's crazy. Throughout you of know, course. Philadelphia who are Eagles fans, pay attention to everything. And if you have a body and fan, you're you gonna see if the man stepped out of the car or not. Well, they, the doorbell oh, they cam did. saw that the, the day after it happened. So what happened to the body cam video? The body cam video was the one that determined that there was a gun in the car, and that's why the judge dropped all the charges. 
But what does that got to do with the initial lie? The fucking lie. The police officer lied in the beginning. Did he lie to the grand jury? The cop? No, they already apologized for the lie. They wasn't using that no more. Now they were saying, well, on my cam, he had a gun. All right, well, why didn't you say it in the fucking beginning? Right. You told the people of Philadelphia, the public, the news, everybody, that he plunged at me with a knife. Mm -hmm. And they had apologized for that because the thing showed the boy never got out of the car. He came up to the car and just shot in there. Boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. And then I think the body cam showed a gun in the car. But what's that got to do with you lying from the fucking beginning? They're going to pay out the they going to pay that long. It's yeah. and, and, and hush it up. That's what they're going to do. Pay them a couple of but million dollars. I'm going back to your question, Kettle. Why did the family only sue $450,000? Nothing That's is more crazy. than that. Nothing is more than that. But that's what they sued for. That's the lawsuit is seeking $150,000 in damages and claims that um, Azari was um, shot and killed. That's crazy. Well, I don't know this idea that Yeah, they even started millions and go down. Yeah, that's probably some... Ooh, boy. The motherfucker type that shit. You know, those journalists are... They don't know their fucking zeros and shit. Oh, boy. That's possible. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's move on. Finish his last story. Yeah. All right. This guy here, you know, I'm a Jersey dude, so I know this guy. Oh, okay. Not personally. Menendez. Oh, okay. Menendez was in trouble before over some money shit. And he got out of there. That was like, oh, it had to be at least 15 years ago now. But then in 2018, he met this woman who was just a straight, you know, older joint too. You know, ain't like he went down to like a, you know, 35, 45-year-old. Right. She's about as old as he is, but she's got all that hoochie mama flavor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you see his her, wife? his wife, yeah. Yeah, she's like fifty-six. Yeah, right. He, she's got age on her, but she's got that fucking. You know what I mean? She's got the straight tight skirt with no panties kind of fucking fluctuation about her. You know. <laughs> so what I'm saying okay. is that. <laughs> okay. I guess you'll get to the story. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, what I'm saying is that when you when you see her, the first thing you're thinking is hoochie, straight up. Okay. Not not dirty hoochie, okay. but you can tell that she's she's flamboyant in her ways. Okay. Now, she must have laid some coochie on him to blew his mind because he 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 um he got engaged in front of Taj Mahal in Egypt. And at the time, he was doing all kind of negotiating with the Egyptian government, and they caught him with thousands of dollars in one of his his senator jackets and all, just like uh, the gentleman here in Maryland, the um, county exec oh, at that yeah. time. Same situation. Mm-hmm. $500,000 was in his jacket with his name on it. Wow. And, and also gold bars, you know, but I'll read the story here. But uh, okay. U.S. Senator Bob Menendez pleaded not guilty on Wednesday to charges of taking bribes from uh, three New Jersey businessmen as a call for his resignation from his fellow Democrat people. Now, the Republicans ain't getting involved in this at all. they just laughing at this shit. Anyway, federal prosecutors in Manhattan last week accused Menendez. He's 69 years old, all right, and his wife, 56. They accused both of them, all right, of accepting gold bars and hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash in exchange for the senator using his influences to aid Egyptian government influencements with law enforcement investigations and, and business deals. All right, so he's over in Egypt now doing this shit. A senator. They gave him all this money, fucking three gold bouillon cubes, and all this shit. 
All right, Menendez entered the plea through his lawyer at a hearing before the U.S. Magistrate Court in Manhattan. All right, the uh, the judge's name was O.R. Wang. Wang said Menendez could be released on a $100,000 personal, his own personal recordingist band. You know, he can go out on his own. So the senator will be uh, required to surrender his personal passport because you ain't go back to Egypt, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And may retain his official passport mm-hmm. and travel aboard on a, he can travel abroad on official business only. All right. Now the senator's wife and the businessman Jose Ubrad, 56, and Fred Dubris, 66, also pleaded not guilty. Mm-hmm. Nadine Menendez was released on a $250,000 bond. She got a bigger bond than her husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. While the other okay. two guys were released on a bond of one million and two million dollars. Wow. All right. The third businessman is another guy named Hanna. He's 40 years old. He pleaded not guilty on Tuesday, and he was released on a $5 million bond. Wow. So these motherfuckers are doing some crazy shit. This was, this was, now Menendez is a Spanish dude. I remember when he first got in Congress, and then he got in, he got, you know, uh, voted in the Senate. And they was on his ass a few years ago for some same money scandal shit. I mean, he just, you know, he just... So he just can't help himself, Can't help apparently. himself. He was a poor Spanish motherfucker, and now he done rubbed a dollar against another, like old folks used to say, and he can't help himself. Mm. So Medinda stepped down from his role as the chairman of the uh, Senate's uh, Foreign Foreign Relations Committee, because they can't trust his ass to <laughs> fuck with foreigners anymore. So as required under his party's rules, but on uh, Monday, he said he would stay in the Senate and fight the charges. So more than half of the U.S. Democratic senators, including Cory Booker, who was on the fence with it from the beginning, Cory said, fuck it, you got to go, man, you and your hoochie mama ass woman. And the junior senator from New Jersey said that uh, he had called for Mendez to retire since the charges were unveiled on Friday. So his name is Menendez, and this is not the first time that he'd been fucking with money. And he's a Republican. No, he's a Democrat. Democrat. Democrat, stone cold Democrat. He and you know what's but what's crazy to me is that he when he first was um accused of all this, he tried to use his ethnicity and yeah. say, Oh, they just try to they get rid of me because I'm Hispanic. They trying to knock a Hispanic out of the Senate seat. And it was like, dude, even the Hispanic guy. people are like, Don't even try it. I said, oh, yeah, Come on, come up. on. He's fucked up. This has got nothing to do with your ethnicity. Well, you are he, a crook. Where is he getting these bars and stuff from? Egyptians, I think. Egyptians gave it to but him. Where, he, he's going to Egypt and doing what? Just doing all kind of business deals and shit with them. I and don't know. All kind of shit. And then he came back with the money inside of his coat. And he said, that's my money. He said, I had been withdrawing money from my personal account for years. Because you can I, only bring so much amount of money in, into the state. Yeah, well, that yeah. was a flag because he had it wrapped around his congressional jacket that said, you know, Menendez, Senator <laughs> Menendez, just like See, just like that shows boy. how dumb he is. Well, well no, he like was trying boy. to use that, you know. Yeah, but just like your boy in Prince George County years yeah, ago, Jack Johnson. When oh. I first came in, when I first came to the area, and he told his wife, "Stick the money in your panties or some shit." Yeah, first thing I heard in the news, I first came here for the first time. They were trying time. to flush money down the toilet. Said, Put the money, 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 money in the Money in the freezer and stuff like that. Yeah, but when he told her and they had him, they had the house bugged. Bug. So they heard him tell her. She said, what should I do? What should I do? Panties. Put in your panties. Put in your panties. Oh, oh, like, they're not going to check you as soon as you get to 
girl. Where's this guy at now? This guy. You know what? It's his time, and he's out. I'm not sure what he's doing now. I don't know. I was going to say, I really don't know. Yeah, but they sure did take them both out of there. Wow. But anyway, all right. (sighs) So Menendez says he's not guilty, and he said he's going to fight and all of this. I'm like, dude, you've been busted too many times. Just Mm. go. Just just go. It's not the first time. No. Oh, no, no, no. He has a history of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And how long has he been on the? It's a long time. He's oh, been. No, it's been at least. He's been in what, Congress so no, He's been over at least 20? twenty years. Yeah. Okay. He's wow. been in Congress and Senate for years. He's a senior person out of New Jersey. Wow. Yeah, Cory Booker is the junior uh, senator. Junior in him, yeah. From New Jersey. Oh yeah, when he, when he was the when he was a congressman, Cory wasn't but a governor in Newark. So, I mean, a mayor. He okay. was a mayor. He wasn't ever the governor. He was All righty then. Okay. Well, let's see. Are we going to take a break or are yeah. we going to go to a much needed cocktail? Let's take a little season. Yeah, we need one after that. All right, we'll take a quick break and then we're coming back with a much earned and deserved cocktail of the week with Cattle on the Pajama Party Show. <laughs> You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com and clicking the listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Hi, right, welcome back to the John Perry One Hills Property. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, it's now time for the cocktail of the week with Kettle. Oh, we need one. What you got for us this week, Kettle? And make it a good one. This is called the Smoky Harvest Apple Cider Margarita. Woo! This is a quick and easy but oh-so-woman fall margarita with smoky mezcal or tequila mixed with a splash of orange liquor, uh, spiced apple cider, and a touch of um, citrus lime with uh, sweet maple. This autumn harvest margarita is a cozy take on the classic. All right, so we got uh, hmm, cinnamon, sugar, and flake sea salt for the rim. Ooh, sounds good already. Okay. Uh, two ounces or two and a half ounces, whichever you prefer, mezcal or silver tequila. Okay, two and a half. Yeah, I do too. A half an <laughs> ounce of orange liquor, four ounces or a half a cup of apple cider, uh, juice from a half a lime, one to two teaspoons maple syrup, uh, use more or less to your taste, apple slices and cinnamon sticks for serving. So, if desired, uh, rim your glass in uh, salted cinnamon sugar. Mix equal parts cinnamon sugar uh, and sea salt. Uh, run a lime wedge around the rim of the glass and coat in the sugar. 
uh, combine the mezcal or tequila, orange liquor, uh, apple cider, lime juice, and maple in a cocktail shaker. Add ice and shake to uh, combine and strain into the glass. Garnish with apple slices. And that is the Smoky Harvest Apple Cider Margarita. Ooh-wee. Yep. That sounds delicious. It does. I would definitely have one or two. Or two. I won't lie. Or two. All right. Thank you so much, Kettle, with the cocktail of the week. And we will make sure that we get the website updated to give you the recipe for that delicious cocktail. Ooh, that was a good one. Mm. I didn't hear, um, because we've done something before with the smoky thing. They didn't mention anything about burning any wood chips or nothing like that. No, but I have seen some where if you use a cinnamon stick, you can light that. Okay, okay. So if you light that cinnamon stick, you know, put it in there or whatever, however that works. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're an arsonist and you want to burn something. Okay. You can burn that cinnamon stick, okay. you know, just for a little extra oomph. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the weird news because it's time now to get weird with it. Weird news. Oh, I'm Don't sorry. Did I skip it? Yeah. Did I? I sure did. Uh-huh. I'm oh, sorry. Well, look, you don't need no more mezcal. No, I don't. <laughs> it's time no. for. It's time for what's popping with Papa D. We know what it's time for. Okay. Come with it. All right. We know. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, we got to do that to red wine every now and then. Popping Papa D. She's a graduate from Harvard, so we got to get it straight. Anyway. I jumped ahead. Uh, you know, uh, let me tell you. First of all, uh, let's get back to the, uh, I won't say young people. I'll say the unknowing, okay? Because, see, the one thing that I've noticed about cell phones, okay, and I've been affiliated with cell phones for years. I mean, years. I used to work at Circuit City years ago. I worked at a store in the, in the Jersey area, New York area, called Nobody Beats the Whiz. Um, they sent me over to uh, Brooklyn, which was uh, Fulton Street, which was right across the street from what's now the uh, Barclays Center. That was a big old grass lot. And then it was a hole there where the Jets was going to buy that first. The New York Jets was going to get away from the Giants over there at the Meadowlands, and it was going to go there, but that fell through. And then the Russian guy came in and brought the the Nets. They were New Jersey Nets, but then they were called the Brooklyn Nets. And now they uh, took over that spot there, and Jay-Z got involved and everything, and that became the Barclays Center. Like I said, years ago, with nobody beats the whiz and Circuit City and cell phones and everything like that, I've been messing with that stuff for a long time. Now, I said all that to say that young people today, when they walk, and I won't say young people, I'll just say unaware people. Let's stop messing with young people because some of them do got got more sense than I do. Unaware people, they go in these cell phone stores, and the one thing you got to know when you go in these cell phone stores, you got to know what you want. You have to do your homework. You know, you have to see what you got, what you need, and what a phone is giving you that you may not have or something that you may be used to having that you don't want to give up. That's the key to a cell phone, okay? 
Is it new that you don't have something, or have they taken that feature off? The one feature I like, the reason why I'm an Android person, is I like to put my own little SD card in there, my little backup card. That way if I get a phone that got 128 gigs, I could put a 128 gig, you know, little card in there, and now I got my 256 based on the phone and the chip. But some phones just have what you got on the phone. So therefore, you're stuck with that. So if you're stuck with that phone and you can't remove it or anything like that, if you got a phone that you can't remove nothing from, you better start removing shit. You know what I mean? Because your phone is like a, a pool. It's filling up. And you've got to go to the, the settings area and see, go to your um, storage area and see what your gigabytes are doing. Okay? If you got 128 gigs and you up to 125 and you got three gigs left, you need to get you what's called a, a transfer cord. It's just like a charger cord. Plug that in your phone, plug it in a computer, set up a file, and transfer them pictures and stuff from that phone to knock that phone down because that phone cannot remove. You can't remove something. You It's, it's a fill-up phone. And iPhones were, were known from that from the beginning with their iPods and everything. Oh, that's the 64. That's the, 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 the 32. And that's all that iPad had was 64 gigs. But if you got 64 gigs, you can't add or take away. And you got to subtract that shit when it gets to that point. Because if not, it's going to pop. And once it gets too close to its maximum, it's not going to run. All this shit ain't going to work. You're not going to be able to open up apps and all kind of stuff. And those are just little things you need to learn on that particular situation. Then there's a situation where your credit is when you go in these phones, in these stores. When you go in there, the first thing that these some of these uh, these sales reps that are commission employees, they're looking to make money off you. So the first thing they want to do, they want to give you a lease phone, just like leasing a car. You know, you they say, oh, your credit's bad, so we'll give you a lease phone. Now you're leasing the phone, and you don't really own it, and you're paying on it while you're using it. And it's just a bunch of bullshit because instead of them trying to help you saying, look, man, your credit's fucked up. You need to come back when you get your credit a little higher so you do something better. Say, oh, well, your credit's not good. So, look, why don't we do this and do that? And these young people sit there with their face on the, on the their jaw on the fucking counter, and they're doing everything that the sales rep says. And they walk out of that store with a bag in their hand with a phone in it, but they got one of the most fucked up deals going forward that you would ever want to have. And then they sit on their phone and do their thing. And they're paying more for one phone than I'm paying for five. You know, and it's it's sad. It's 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 real and it's sad. I'm speaking on it because it's real. It's real. You gotta do your knowledge on these phones. You gotta know what you want. Does this phone I repeat it again and I'll get out of here. Does this phone have what my phone don't have? Do I need a feature that this phone is offering? And this phone ain't offering nothing no better than what the fuck I already got then why the fuck would I buy a pair of shoes and look like the last fucking pair of shoes I brought? You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking radical, but I'm just saying, you know, think for a minute. If your phone's working fine, don't fuck with it. Because these motherfuckers are trying to keep you like a... I mean, if you're going to catch the fish on the hook, at least take the hook out of his goddamn mouth. No, these motherfuckers will drag you around the ocean and shit. And your mouth will be all tore the fuck up with the hook and shit. You know, it's crazy. I'm making jokes, but I'm just saying, if you're going to get my young people, people not knowledge of cell phones or cell phone plans and all that, get your knowledge on. Get your fucking knowledge on. Whatever you go to do. 
Don't be so eager to get the phone and don't learn how that shit works because you don't want that bill for one goddamn phone being more than another motherfucker that's got a plan with a a family of six motherfuckers and they paying less than you with one phone. And that can happen. You could be paying tremendous amount of money for one damn phone. I'm going to leave it at that. So take that. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Because some of these plans out here are crazy. Mm-hmm. They offer you a whole bunch of stuff, and the then employees you get in there and dig into it. It's not the employees. What and what you know, the problem I have is that when I go into the store, I've been, I've had my phone longer than a lot of them has been employees. Mm-hmm. So when I start questioning them, they get a little perturbed. Uh, I said, "Motherfucker, how long you been?" I said, I've been with my company. I ain't going to say the number because they ain't paying me to advertise them, motherfuckers. How long you been with this company? I said, I've been with them for 15 years. How long you been with them? I've been here nine months. Well, you been, I've been here 15 fucking years paying bills every month, and you've been here for nine months? What the hell can you tell me about this cell phone company? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just, you know, put it yeah, out it there. Yeah, it is. Anyway, All right. leave that alone. All right. Lighten now we get to the weird news. Yeah, your people. Lighten it up. Yes, lighten it up. And I got the first one about these cockroaches. Oh, boy. This is about the scientist that transformed a cockroach into a remote-controlled zombie cyborg. You would think that that's not a real thing, but it actually is. Mechanical engineers with the Nanyang Technological University in Singapore have created a remote-controlled cockroach using a pain-free method. They didn't want to hurt the cockroaches. So the purpose was to create an army of cyborg insects to explore the ruins uh, in the aftermath of a disaster or to uh, to let us or to let them inspect aspects of critical infrastructure that's hard for humans to reach. So the researchers used a new technology based around a non-invasive electrodes attaching these electrical backpacks to the cockroaches so that they could control them remotely and what they describe as a pain-free experience for the cockroach. They relied on previous research that showed cockroaches could be manipulated by stimulating their antenna. So what they did is they attached these little cuffs to each one of the antenna, and then they created a layered sleeve that fit over each antenna, and then they blasted it with UV light to shrink wrap it, and then they connected both sleeves to a backpack glued to the cockroach, and then they sent wireless signals to the backpack with a remote control, which delivered gentle jolts to either one or the both of the antenna, and this triggered the insect to move in a particular direction. That's how they controlled them. If you jolted it a certain way, they would move that way or, you know, the other way. Um, another electrode glued to the belly could control the speed of the cockroach. So now they can control the direction and the speed, and they think this is going to help them to be able to get into, you know, like when there's a major earthquake or something, they can send these cyborg cockroaches in uh, in the rubble to be able, I guess, to determine if there's any people there or something along this line. So 
Okay. You're talking like you go along with this shit. I'm just reporting the story. I, I said that's what, that's what they said. I have yet to see oh, it wait happen. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I wait. didn't see it happen. Wait so. a minute. Now, wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's. Uh, hey, uh-uh, uh-uh. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't getting off that easy. Uh-uh. I'm reporting. Fuck that. I'm reporting the weird You're not getting off that easy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I did where, not witness where, it. Who, who's doing this? This is scientists in Singapore. Oh, I thought you were going to say Harvard or somewhere. I'm going to say them <laughs> smart motherfuckers. Really? That's this all you got to do. All right, so my question now. Well, hold up now. I don't know. Ask them. Now, hold up now. Michael Vick. Mm. You know Michael Vick, Michael right? Michael Vick. Excellent. Right. What has to do with this story? Michael Vick went to jail for two years for fucking dog fighting. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so what the hell is Peter doing with these motherfuckers? Well, that's why they kept stressing that it was pain free. Oh, get the oh, They did God. not cause yeah. any pain oh, to the cockroaches. Yeah. I mean, they kept stressing that. No animals were killed in the making of this movie. I, I probably. That's why they kept saying it was pain free. Okay. Mm. Sounds painful to me, but they claim it's pain free. Uh, I don't even want to hear no more. Okay, mm. I got the next one. Moving on. Um, uh, Chinese women. women are using fake belly button stickers to make their legs look longer. Say what now? I saw this crazy story. Not, when you was in Singapore, you would. <laughs> <laughs> Belly button stickers are apparently all the rage in China these days, as a growing number of women are reportedly using them as a way of making their legs appear longer. Huh? There's a curious beauty trend going on in China right now. Young women are paying seventy cents to dollar forty for sheets of temporary tattoos. Designed to look like belly buttons, the stickers are usually placed a few centimeters above their real navel, which is then concealed with um, skirts or pants in order to make the torso seem shorter and the legs longer. Okay, sounds pretty dumb, but belly button stickers manufacturers are struggling to keep up with the demand. Gosh. And social media, we talked about earlier, uh-huh. platforms are being flooded with video tutorials on how to use the temporary tattoos. Oh, my gosh. The fact that these fake navels are considered more visually pleasing than natural ones is another explanation for their popularity. Some people consider belly buttons that are round, fat, or protruding outward or not pretty enough. So they prefer to conceal them and oh, keep the boy. stickers on display. Fake belly button, Chinese women temporary. Y'all don't, y'all don't have nothing else to do. I'm just trying to understand. So this is supposed to make their legs look longer. If the fake belly button is higher than your real one, then you hide the real one. So now the fake one is above it, and so I guess that's supposed to make it look like. If I show the fake one. It makes it appear like your legs are longer. Yeah, what you see. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I, I don't, I don't quite don't get, get it, it, but no. Uh, that, that's what they do. Okay. All righty. More weird news. What you got, Papa? Y'all gonna give me some Philly news, okay? Oh boy. Oh, you got Philly news. What you got? Okay. Philadelphia, the Phillies deny entry to a man's emotional support alligator. Huh? You can't make this shit up. Anyway. 
Pennsylvania man was stuck out, was had struck out in his attempt to bring his emotional support alligator to mm-hmm. a Philly of Philadelphia Phillies baseball game. Mm-hmm. Okay, his mm-hmm. name is uh, Joey Henney. He went to Citizens Park on Wednesday hoping to see the Phillies beat the Pittsburgh Pirates, but he wasn't alone. Along with him was, now figure out what he calls this motherfucker, Wally Gator. Oh, my now, I don't my know God. how old y'all are. Oh, but Alligator, Wally Gator. Uh, back in the day, it was a cartoon. Wally Gator is a swinging alligator in the park. Anyway. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, no, you don't know. No. See later, Wally. See I'm later, Alligator. I plead the fifth. I'm sitting up here with two seniors. They fucking trying I to plead the fifth. They bullshitting y'all. They ain't bullshitting me. No, I anyway, really there was a cartoon called Wally Gator. Pull it up. Oh, okay. Like young people Google this shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, along with him was Wally Gator. So you didn't think that name was original, did you? A five-foot-long gator. And he adopted him. He adopted him now in 2015. Okay? And has made made him into a popular animal on both Instagram and TikTok. Wow. Okay? Henny and Wally hooked up at the friend of Henny's in Florida, asked him to help relocate a group of alligators, a group of alligators mm. whose home were destroyed because of land development. Mm. Now, how do you go to a motherfucker and say, look, here's a group of alligators from Florida now that kill motherfuckers. If you sit down on a pond and hang your feet in the water, it's going to be brunch for them jokers, they, they okay? They must have been babies. Yeah, okay. I'm saying, when, mm-hmm. don't they live in the swamps and stuff? Right, but this guy like, gave, what are you talking they about? were trying to save a group. Now, these are, this must be some trailer park motherfuckers. Anyway, <laughs> He said, I never met an alligator that will not bite you. And he told CBS News last year. So he fooled around with their head. If you fool around with their head, their instinct is to grab you. So he does not do it. He said, you can reach in, you can reach in and rub their tongue. And they refuse, to, they refuse to close their mouth because they know him so well and they know his smell. Oh, this particular one. This particular one. So Henny yeah, told, okay, he told the Philip Inquiry last year that Wally likes to give hugs. This man you is crazy. He's crazy. Yeah, and it's helped him. How does the alligator you giving hugs to help you? He said, battle depression. Okay, now both things, both things uh, weren't so happy on Wednesday night when Henny tried to bring Wally inside Citizens Park, presumably for peanuts and Cracker Jacks, mm-hmm. and he was turned down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was okay. going to eat everybody in there. Yeah, he said I got a, he said he had a whole supply of peanuts and Cracker Jacks that he would feed the alligator, and he won't bother nobody around him. And the well, who does he think wants to sit next to him and the at jo- the game, and there's a five-foot alligator beside you? Mm-hmm. Now, if I paid for my seat, and then he, he come with this well, alligator, when he said that, the person at the gate said, how did you get from the parking lot <laughs> to me, when I'm somebody flagging your ass. Right. How the hell did you get all the way up to the door? Anyway, that is too much. Although Wally has attended minor league games, Citizen Park was not having it. Okay, he said the admission rules does not apply to alligators, and it does not even if the alligator even if the alligator supplies emotional support. So he was denied. He said, no, get that out of here for what we call animal control. So they said we can handle, you know, the usual support animals. But alligators? No. Wait a minute. It wouldn't have been, it would have been truly funny. This man said, look, excuse me, Lord. This man was blind, and he said this is his 
his his dogs and our alligators. <laughs> yeah, then they couldn't have said. What could they say? I know he wouldn't get no Uber if I was driving his ass somewhere. He couldn't get yeah, no Uber. I'd be like, problem. hell to the no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no, I wouldn't want an alligator behind me. I say that to say because Uber can't deny people that have to, you know, see an eye dog. Oh. So, mm-hmm. okay. so we're going to take a CC and come Ooh. back with a yeah, we need to. red wine. With a, I'm just oh, saying. my, my, my. That was to. quite a doozy with the weird news today. It was. I tell you, y'all had some good ones. All right. Oh, you said we're going to take a break? Yeah, we'll take a little piece. All right. Let's do that, and we'll come back with uh, whatever Papa Didi said. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to the pajama party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, uh, you ready, Red Wine? Sure, let's go for it. We're going to turn over to Red Wine, but I'm just saying... All right. You know what? Tonight, I'm just saying, you're all to blame. That's my topic. You are all to blame. Now, while the federal government is on the verge of being shut down Mm. because these politicians can't get on the same page, they're focusing on whether or not President Biden should be indicted for issues that are relating to his son and whether he was part of trying to hide something, shelter something, or whether he benefited from stuff that Hunter Biden did and all of this. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, they want to point fingers. They want to point fingers at each other over whose fault it is that they can't reach an agreement on shutting down the government. But I'm just saying both sides are to blame. You're all guilty of harming the American people that you always tout when you want our support. You know how they always say the American people we got to do this and that for the American people. Well, now you're killing the American people. When you can't get along, you can't agree. Now it's time for y'all to put your money where your mouth is. How about we, the American people, need you to do your freaking job? Come to an agreement and keep the government open. There's like about, about 800,000 people that depend on it for their livelihoods. I'm talking about federal employees, not to mention the thousands of other people who depend on the services that the government provides. Now, if y'all can't be grown-ups and do your job and stop fighting each other like spoiled children, you got to remember that the active military service people are going to end up going without their paychecks, because I checked on all of this. The veterans will get their checks. 
but the active military is going to have to go without a paycheck if the government shuts down. Food stamp programs like SNAP and WIP, they have a like a contingency kind of fund that they can use, but it's limited. When it runs out, it's done. So, you know, when their reserves are done, like I said, that's not going to last forever. People are depending on those kind of programs and things to live, you know, to survive, to handle things they got to do, pay their bills, feed their children, uh, medicine, Medicare, Medicaid, have a separate fund. So hopefully stuff like that, Social Security, all of those are in separate, somewhat protected funds. So that should not be affected. But all I'm saying is do your dang on job. You you wanted us to vote for you. We voted. We put you in office because you're supposed to be the voice of the people. Well, here's what the people are saying. Do your damn job. Why are y'all fighting each other? Keep the government open. Nobody wants that but these folk in the House and Senate that can't seem to get along. You all need to get it together. I'm just saying you're all to blame because you're posturing with one another, and it's us, the American people, that are going to pay the price. With our livelihood, our bank accounts, we're the ones that are going to have the problem. So I'm just saying, you know, these Republicans who picked this particular time to want to go after Biden with this indictment, hearing, whatever they're calling it, this is not the time for that. Right now, you all need to be focused on stopgap measure, approve a bill, do what you got to do to keep the government open. But your attention is on let's get Biden. Are y'all really that petty? Is this about like a tit-for-tat thing because Trump got his ass handed to him, so now you want to go after Biden? Is that what this is about? Because while you're going after Biden, you're taking the quote-unquote American people along with you right down the tube. And that's not right. So all I'm saying is who's to blame? All of you are to blame if you can't get it together. We didn't put you in office for y'all to be playing political games. We put you in office to be the voice of the American people. And the voice of the American people is saying, we don't need a federal government shutdown. We need to be able to report to work and do our jobs on Monday. But we can't do that if you guys don't do your job. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, ain't nobody got time for that. Do your job. Keep the government open and stop messing with people's money. I think they just salty because Trump got all messed up. But Trump was doing illegal stuff and got busted. They can't even find any evidence on on Biden yet. They're bringing in all these different people, and the people who have uh, addressed this hearing or whatever it is, this inquisition or whatever they're calling it, they got nothing. I'm like, so is this a, just a colossal waste of time? And to do it now? Please, y'all are the worst. Y'all are really the worst. Okay, I'm breathing. <laughs> you breathing? I'm good. All right, Papa Didi. 
Living for the city. What's happening in the city other than a potential government shutdown? What's going on? Well, lately I've been um, seeing a lot of young people hang out near the crib. And this is during school hours. You know, and these ain't no thugs. You know, these are little young boys that are. And what gets me is that these cats is cutting class. I mean, if you're hanging out at 11.15, you're cutting class. Mm-hmm. You know, what the, what the fuck? Do they think the people of a certain age is we just came off a fucking spaceship <laughs> and don't know what the hell is going on? They look at me. I'll be out there, you know, retired and shit, doing retired shit, you know, lawn work and whatever the hell. And they look at me like, you know, what's this old motherfucker doing? What the hell is your young ass doing? <laughs> That's the fucking question. You sit over in the park and you're smoking weed that I could smell. And I know when you go back to school at your next class, which may start at 12.30, did you wash your hands? Did you spray some cologne on your ass? No. They walk by the teacher, and the teacher won't give a fuck because the teacher's four days away from her paycheck. She don't give a fuck what you little black motherfuckers is doing. As long as she get her shit on the 15th and 30th, she's good. You know, I mean, some of them. I'm not going to put teachers down like that. But I'm just saying, you know, the money is what it's about. And these jokers is over here, and, and and they got nice cars. They got their mama's car, you know. I mean, I took my daddy's car to school back in the day, you know, and I said, it was mine, you know. Yeah, it's my car. I can only drive it on Wednesday, you know, but it's my car. But, you know, and they sit over here with these nice cars. And up in the DMV area, these little motherfuckers got money. So they sit over here with a fucking Lexus, you know what I mean? I'm like, Damn, everything I had back in the day had the word Nova behind it or Impala or, you know what I mean, or uh, Vega or Pinto, you know. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh, but these jokers sitting here with a Lexus and a, um, and a Mercedes um, SUV, mm-hmm. and they jumping back and forth in there. And then it's like six guys with no women. I'm saying, my son, what the fuck? I mean, you got six dudes over here smoking weed, 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to watch the prices right. And these motherfuckers, I go outside for a minute to get some air, open up the garage. First thing, a rush of weed hits my nose. Boom. 11 o'clock, you know, somewhere between the prices right and let's make a deal. You know, and I'm saying, damn, 11 o'clock in the morning. It was too early for that. And he over there with these little pretty Jerry, not Jerry Crow, but the, the dreads and everything, nice matching clothes and all that. Obviously, they come from good homes. So I'm saying all that to say, don't you suburban motherfuckers say a damn thing about inner city kids because y'all just as fucked up as they are, okay? You may have a Lexus there, a little BMW, uh, SUV, you know, but you cutting class like anybody else. But then when they ride through the hood, they got their nose turned up. Look at them kids. Their parents saying, look at their kids. Look at those kids. Well, look at your fucking son. Okay, he just that. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see that. But you see yeah. the inner city kids because you work in the city. Okay, you go to D.C., and you you got this nice place that you get a hoagie from in the hood before you go back to the to the to the government building, 
And when you're down in the hood, you're seeing these kids hang out. So you got the illusion while you in D.C. saying, oh, my God, I went and got a hoagie. And them kids are hanging out and blah, blah, blah. But your child is over in fucking Merlin doing the same shit. No the exact same shit. They don't know. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I think it's time for parents to realize that kids are kids. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you got anything going on with them. If you got, if they got an inheritance, if they got big money, whatever. Okay. If they're a certain age and they got a white suit on on Easter Sunday, they're gonna run in the fucking mud. If they're five or younger. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, so there's his white shoes, his white suit, and there's the fucking mud pile. Where's that little five-year-old boy running? Mm-hmm. Straight for that right. goddamn water mud pile. Mm-hmm. He don't know about no white suit. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm making jokes and I'm talking stuff, but the moral of what I'm saying is that we need to understand that all these kids are created equal. I don't care what they got, where they are, where they live, what their situation is, their mindset of things. Sure, they can have, you know, they can have their own particular levels of, uh, you know, values. Don't get me wrong. You know, values are different. And some don't cut class. I'm not picking on all of them. Not at all. But the ones that are cutting class and the ones that could be a little shiftless, that could be inner city and suburban. And there's no way around that shit because that's what they want to do. That's the mindset they got locked in, and they're taking that risk, and they're doing it. So we we got to get all these kids together. Just like you were saying, Red Ryan, about the government. Mm-hmm. We we got to start coming together with shit. And I'm not just saying that as a preach factor, but this stuff affects everybody. If you stop the government, what the hell is Russia thinking about that? What is North Korea thinking about that? Mm-hmm. What is China thinking about that? That we about to shut it down. Hell, they're already looking at us on TikTok, seeing all our titties and ass and everything else. I mean, the motherfuckers got us on a 35-inch, I mean, a a big-ass 75-inch screen. Oh, look at the Americans on TikTok, and he's clicking the button. Click, click, click. There's some titties. There's some ass. There's some this. There's some that. You know what I mean? They're just watching us all day, every day, all the shit we do. And now we're about to shut down the government. And Putin is just, like, watching all this shit. It's embarrassing. It's like, what the hell? And then you got your girl, Marjorie Green, up there, crazy as fuck. You know, the other guy from Florida, a little skinny motherfucker. And then you got the woman that was in the movie house the other night. Yeah. That was, she was with the fucking smoking, what do you call them things? The uh, Vape. She was vaping with the guy, and then she was rubbing his Johnson. They showed a picture of her rubbing, what's, what was her name? The, the congresswoman? Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. She was watching Beetlejuice in a movie theater, and in a theater in her area. And she's rubbing the guy's Johnson in there. What was the videotape of it? The, they the got people, cameras, they got cameras in, the in the thing. And they they're in there vaping and stuff that people complained about. And they end up kicking him out. And then she's walking out saying, do you know who I am? You know who I am? I said, yeah, I know you are. You got your little short skirt on. He's bopping your motherfucking carpet and shit. You rubbing his fucking pipe and shit. And you for be a congresswoman? What the fuck is up with that? In the middle of a movie and everybody around you complaining. And then you're going to walk out saying, do you know who I am? Go yeah, I know on. who you are. You the woman. Who was in there laughing loud, singing loud, Yeah, all just because she was vaping. They and I'm sure it was some weed or something in there. And, yeah, pull it. Her name is um, Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert in the, in the theater. I think she's from Colorado. Yeah, it was in Colorado, exactly. And, they, you know, they got weed all over that fucking place. 
So yeah. she goes out and say, "Do you know who I am?" That's the worst thing you could say as a celebrity Man, they or, say, yeah, or a you politician. You are the person that we're throwing out. I, I, I wouldn't advertise who I am. I would be like this, trying to get out. No, no. So. She was being the next day when she was apologizing. She'd be like that. But at the time, mm-hmm. how are you kicking me out? Do you know who I am? Yeah, you're the woman with the sticky fingers and shit because your hand was down in his crotch. That's who the fuck you are at this moment. Whoa. So, like I said, it's uh. I anyway, guess. I'm going to leave all that alone. Okay. And we'll move on. Anyway, I'm going to think about it. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, somebody's going to talk to you. Yeah, I think I do need to refresh my beverage. Yeah. Refresh my beverage. Refresh the beverages. All righty. We're going to take a break, and then we're coming back with Kettle. In the Hollywood wrap-up, it's the mm. Pajama Party Show. You're listening to the Pajama Party Late Night Adult Talk Show. We've added a new segment to the show called the Kiss It List. Every week, we put people on this list who have done dumb stuff or have been irritating or just gotten on out of your nerves. So we call them out and put them on the Kiss It List, and we tell you why. If you have somebody you want to add to our Kiss It List, hit us on Twitter at A Pajama Party and use hashtag Kiss It, and we'll add them to the list. If you prefer to email your contenders, send them to info at apajamaparty.com. We'll call them out every Friday night at the end of the show, so get those names in. Now, let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the show. But this DJ, would you mind turning it up a notch? Oh, how rude! Oh, you're on the kiss it list. Hi, right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One host, Papa D. Yeah, me with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. A bonsoir, darling. Yeah, we need to refresh our drink. Oh, yeah. So let Johnson and grabbing and watching. Hey, I'm calling it like I see it. And vaping. This is a late night talk show. Mark Bogart was showing off in that And she had a little dress on, you know, a little. Okay. We got the dress on. Up your joint, no panty joint, you know. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time anyway. for a Hollywood rapper. You ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Hollywood, ba 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 Hollywood. Take it away, take it away, Kettle. Interesting person we're gonna talk about. This is for you, Papa. Mm-mm. Tom Brady. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? They are doing a biopic series called The Patriot Way in Development. The Gotham Group is developing a scripted limited series titled The Patriot Way about the quarterback following his rise from six-round NFL draft pick to the global superstar who led the New England Patriots to nine Super Bowls, winning six. Damn, that's a good-ass wow, track. That was a good run. Yeah, that was a good run. And he won another one to ever bet. All right. Um, also, the controversies with Bill Belichick as well. Oh, um, Paul uh, Tamasey and Eric Johnson are attached to write the Patriot Way, which we adapted from the um, 12 Inside Story of Tom Brady's Fight for Redemption. That was a book. Um, or sports journalist Casey um, Sherman and Dave Wedge, they wrote that. So it's going to be based off of that. Okay. This should be pretty interesting. Hmm. You going to check it out, Paul? Yeah, I'm checking it out. Okay. Yeah, he's cool. Okay. Let me know how it was. 
Um, as everyone knows, Jerry Washington opens up in a new memoir, Thicker Than Water. Mm. She's been on a wave, a book wave. Kerry Washington may be best known for her Emmy-nominated performances in the hit series Scandal. That was one Yay. of my favorites. Um, but now the acclaimed actress is opening up to her fans through the new memoir, Thicker Than Water. She's on a book tour. Washington's book tour brings her to Chicago. Um, and other cities she'll be in. I'm, I think he's on like an Oprah wave. Um, also saw on Instagram, purchasing books and handing the books out. She was on the subway and, you know, different places. So uh, kudos to her. Um, she did do a good interview with some, I didn't see it yet, but with um, Robin Roberts. Um, it was prime time. It was at night. Oh, really? Yeah, that came out September the 24th. Uh, so we'll probably check it out on YouTube or something like that. So uh, uh, I like Robin Roberts, so, you know, he just got married recently. So kudos oh, yeah. too. Congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Bruce Springsteen, he postpones a tour because um, of his health issues. Um, he's no longer touring for the rest of the year. Spotlight has been turned on his health condition. Um, he's being treated for peptic ulcer disease. A disease he first revealed publicly earlier this month. Um, he is 74 years old. What? He mm. still looks good. I was like, hmm. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, oh, I didn't think he was that old. Has continued to recover steadily from peptic ulcer disease over the past few weeks. So we continue treatment through the rest of the year on his doctor's advice. So no more tours for this year. Take a break. Then go chill out somewhere, Bruce. All right, Bruce. Oh, yeah, he needs to. I mean, at that age, come on now. But I mean, still tripping off at seventy-four. Like yeah, what? That's good. Um, as everybody knows, the Taylor Swift wave has hit the NFL. Travis Kelce now have NFL prop bets because the world enjoys a good love story. Mm-hmm. But is that what it is? The football world was surprised by Taylor Swift's appearance at the Arrowhead Stadium to support her rumored boyfriend, Travis Kelch, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Fans are now speculating uh, which Taylor Swift songs will be played first at the upcoming Chiefs-Jet game. Hmm. Rumored to be attended by the pop star. Wow. Uh, Swifties are now attempting to purchase Jet tickets to Oh my clip God! Of my star, they are doing her too much. Attending as a fan and not performing. Hmm. The tickets to the Jeffs games have increased forty percent from eighty-three dollars to one hundred nineteen dollars. Y'all ought to stop. You've got to be kidding. Y'all ought to stop. Okay. Because nobody cares about the Jets. I don't understand. They really don't. Uh, isn't another team that Rogers went to? But he's out now. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out. Right. Yeah, for the so rest nobody of the cares about the Jets. Not now. Uh, yeah, he must not have been healthy at all. But anyway, that's a whole nother. No, thing. he went out in the first five minutes of the game. He probably said, "Shit, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get paid." But anyway, um, a lot of people didn't know the first 2023 People's Choice Country Awards, um, was this year. Interesting. Yeehaw. Fans are getting a country twist to the People's Choice Awards. The Thursday night uh, was the first ever People's Choice Country Awards, which was held in Nashville, of course, at the Grand Ole Opera, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Toby Keith was honored with the inaugural 
Icon Award. The star revealed his stomach cancer diagnosed to his fans what? in 2022. Oh, um, I didn't know about that. Introduced by Blake Shelton. That's my boy. Oh, Blake. He's going on to the country thing now. He's not doing the um, voice anymore, but anyway. Um, yeah, so you guys can check out who some of the winners were. And uh, what is it? Little Town? Um, oh, Little Big Town. Little Big Town. Yeah, they were the um, host of uh, that particular award. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. That's it. Uh, that's cool. Um, if you guys are Bachelor fans, they have a new Golden Bachelor. Check this out. It delivers premiere and linear ratings. ABC's Golden Bachelor seems to have re-energized the Bachelor audience as the show opened to solid ratings on Thursday, delivering the strongest debut performance on the Bachelor franchise since 2021. Really? Yep. They had 4.35 million uh, total viewers. Oh, my God. Uh, compared to 3 million. Why do people keep watching that show? Uh, the ages range from 60 to 75. And, matter of fact, um, the first male, um, African-American male bachelor, his mother is on here. Okay. And she, yeah. yeah. They are working my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> You can't get with the Golden Bachelor? I can't get with any Bachelor or Bachelorette okay. or Paradise I or know, Beach, I this know, and I that. Know, I know. All of them can fall off of a cliff. But that's and, just me. And also, last but not least, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2023 induction ceremony to stream on Disney with Elton John performing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, 38th, uh, that will be in Brooklyn, New York on uh, Friday, uh, November the 3rd at 8. Huh. And the year's Rock and Roll Fame inductee ceremony will be performance collaborations from Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Chaka Khan, and Willie Nelson. Hmm. He had a health scare himself. Mm-hmm. As well as special guests, Elton John, Brandy Charlie, uh, Carlisle, Dave Matthews, her. Chris Stapleton, now I like Chris Stapleton, uh, St. Vincent and New Edition and more. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. The inductees for this year are Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson. George Michael? What is that? Oh, now they decide to do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Rage Against the Machine and the Spinners. The Spinners? Okay. DJ Cool Health and Link Ray will be recognized for musical influences as well as Chaka Khan, um, Al Cooper, Bernie uh, Topin for musical excellence. Don Cornelius will receive the um, Hammett Ertican Award. Don Cornelius? Okay. That's your special award. So someone in his family, I would assume, will receive that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm-mm. Well, was that it? That was it. Well, can I just say, I have no love for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right now. Oh, why? Because the man, I, I forgot his name, uh-huh. who runs that, mm-hmm. who runs the magazine and is the head of all that, uh-huh. he made this statement where he came out and said that he didn't have any black people in the top list, like the all-time Rock and Roll Hall 
really? rock and rollers or something. I'd have to look it up again. Mm-hmm. But what he was saying is that there were no people of color mm-hmm. in that list because he felt like they just don't cut it. He wow. said women and people of color just don't have it. He must be an old ass. And I'm like, well, where did you get that? He must be 100 years old, a white 100-year-old man. Well, he's white man, but he ain't that old. But I was like, are you serious? So to, for what you think is in the field of, like, rock and roll, mm-hmm. when, in fact, black people created rock and roll, mm-hmm. how dare you make a statement like that? It was a black woman who first created rock and roll. And then people like Elvis and all these right, other right. folks took it and ran with it. Somebody's name. And I'm like, how do you make a statement like that? Yeah. You know what? F you and the mule you rode up on. Right. So that's all I'm saying about him and his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. I'm glad he's acknowledging people like the Spinners. How old is he? I don't know how old he is. Hmm. I don't know. It's very contradictory. But that's all I'm saying. But then you want to acknowledge people like the Spinners and Chaka Khan and all of that, but then you make a contradicting statement to say, but black people and women or people of color and women, and it wasn't just women of color, women, period. He was saying they just, you know, I'd have to look up his exact quote. Well, wait, how does, wait a minute, first of all, how does he praise the Rolling Stones? What do you mean? half, Half of the Rolling Stones' major hits they stole them from Martha and the Vandellas. Of course. Okay. That's the point of my beef. I'm saying rock and roll was created, first of all, by a black woman. So you, for him to say that women don't really cut the mustard to be in that upper echelon mm-hmm. of rock and rollers and people of color also don't cut the mustard. Oh, I'm a, like, man, screw you. That motherfucker's old. What are you talking about? Send that motherfucker to the hospital. But I, I, check him. this out. This guy, Alan Freed, he was a disc jockey. Mm-hmm. The term was first used to describe a particular kind of music by Alan Freed, the legendary Cleveland disc jockey who was among the first to introduce black rhythm and blues music to white audience. There you go. And yeah. so it was... Rock and rock and roll, but it was blues, I guess, to us. But to introduce it to the white audience, it became rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it sounds like to me. Well, yeah, it was so. a DJ, but right. I'm saying black artists had right. been playing music and doing their thing before. Oh, sure. This guy sure. discovered it. Sure. But I'm just saying, just to listen, listen at that last paragraph. You understand yeah. what I'm saying, Papa? Yeah. So to introduce it to white audiences, they had to rename it, so to speak. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what I'm that saying. stuff's a bunch of bullshit. Right. They, they yeah, do it all the time. And they yeah. were they were dissing heavy metal. They finally put them in there, you know, they, right. over the last few years. But if you mm-hmm. listen to one song that, that, that the Rolling Stones is associated with, it, it's, it's Dancing in the Street. Mm-hmm. That was Martha and the Vandellas mm-hmm. long before. Mm-hmm. Black the, female uh, group from that the was, 60s. That was a long before. But you know what my mom has always said? You listen to... Country. That's why she always loved country. She says nothing but blues. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's all, all it is. is. It's just a country yeah. twang. I was going to say, you add a twang to it, that's you it. get country. Yeah. Take the twang out, you got the blues. But well, you know the sad part about it though, when you're not respected and you don't have money, people will just shit on you. They're doing it today oh, the same sure. way. For Everybody sure. acts like just because I got something on somebody, I'm just going to walk over their ass. But God don't like ugly, you know, because. 
everything sure. pans out, and the, the, the proof always comes out on the back end. So you sit back long enough, you'll see what the hell is going well, on. That's right. I'm sorry, was the woman's name Rosetta Thorpe? That's her. I couldn't think of her she name. She did a good before. play on her, and I saw it. It was a good play. Okay, good. Because mm-hmm. she needs Thorpe. to be acknowledged. 1930s. Because she could play a guitar. Mm-hmm. She used to do her thing before Chuck, uh, Chuck Berry. Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry took a lot of his styling after what she did. Right. And then she wasn't inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for 2018. And that's them. See? Yeah. She, you know, created back in the 30s. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about no black history. No. Uh-uh. Nope. That's how they do Because they are rude and disrespectful. Uh-uh. And they steal and distort our history. And it's up to us to get the truth and pass it on. Right. Because if we don't, right. it won't get done. There you go. But that takes us down to the world-famous Kiss-It list. Hello. <laughs> I need that guy's name to put him on the Kiss-It list yeah, that yeah. runs the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Papa Didi, can you please enlighten the audience on what is the Pajama Party world-famous, internationally known Kiss-It list? Kiss-It mm-hmm. list is a list of all the people that showed their butt hiney, mm-hmm. and we put them on blast, and we send it up to the... Library of Congress, and we have it inserted in the archives building. There you go, in the congressional record. The congressional archives has a copy of all of our kids. There you go. So who do we have on the list this week? Let me start it out with 45 and all the Congress people, senators, representatives, all of them, because y'all can't get along and do your daggone job. So every one of you is on the kids' list. And the girl in Colorado that was vaping. Lauren Boebert. Sticky fingers. Lauren Boebert. And her boyfriend. Yeah, whoever that guy was. And the white folks around him had him thrown out. Sure did. Which going to show you, you know, some white folks, you know, they Mm -hmm. see what's up. Anyway, um, your girl, too, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, for sure. crazy ass. And you got old boy undercover, uh, what's his name? Uh, I was going to say Menendez. Oh, Lindsey Lindsey Graham, Graham. yeah. He said he got the gold bar. Lindsey Graham, let's fuck with him. Uh, In uh, South Carolina. Also, Jersey Senator Menendez Mm -hmm. for pleading not guilty when you know you are guilty as sin Mm -hmm. with your gold bars and stolen, all that, well, not stolen, but all of that, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And don't forget about the senator from South Carolina. I said him, Lindsey Graham. No. Which one are you talking about? The other one, the brother. Well, for lack of a better fucking word. Oh, you talking about Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Yeah. All the stuff he said during that debate, I'm like, nigga, you done lost your mind. Yeah, he There's no racism in the world. Crazy comments. My, he's about my, my, my mother's a single, she was a single parent. I said, yeah, well, where the fuck are you living now? And when last time you been down to that hood? That you claim your mother was a single parent at. Do you go to that South Carolina neighborhood any fucking more? Not at all. Okay. How you going to just make that? Yeah, you, you, she did this and she did this. And this motherfucker's worth about 30 million motherfucking dollars. Still talking about there's no racism in America. I'm like, nigga, will you get off the stage with that stupid shit? Yeah, and this really. is a dark-skinned nigga. That's what makes it so bad. He ain't no light, bright, damn near white motherfucker. This nigga's a brown-skinned Negro. That's what's so pitiful about the shit. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, also, the looters in Philadelphia. Oh, All those shit. young people that got caught up in that stupidity. For being stupid. Crazy. If you're going to break crazy. into an Apple store, 
go in the fucking back. What the hell are you taking all that display shit? That shit I'm ain't worth nothing. all of them. Between the shoe stores, the, the beauty supply stores, all of them. Go in the back. Why would you go in there Break like that? in the fucking back door. No, don't break in at all. I'm just saying. Break in the back door. Come on. Um, to the, I'm adding the Chinese women with the fake belly buttons, mm-hmm. trying to make their legs look longer. It's not real. So what are y'all trying to do? Like, let it go. If your legs look short, that is what it is. Who are you, trying, about to, them, who are you trying to fake out? I don't get it. What about them young suburban out? kids cutting class? Oh, yeah. Up sure. here in the DMV over here in uh, Prince George County with yeah. the pretty cars and the the pretty locks in their hair. All of the class they cutters. Just as ratchet as a motherfucker in D.C. and in Southeast. Also, all that. I want to add the Singapore scientists that are turning those cockroaches into cyborgs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can understand that you're trying to find ways to be able to get into debris and stuff when there's a disaster, but... But y'all are trying to do too much now. Fuck that. Give me. You, you got stuff taped on the back and on the belly of the roach and, uh, like, come on now. Give me a can of Raid from Walmart. I'm going to spray that cockroach You're gonna step in his motherfucking face. Yeah, that, that was Why am I trying crazy. to hover a cockroach? That was crazy. Shit. They hooking up with the antennas and the backpacks and all this stuff. I'm like, y'all are... I want a picture of the scientists that are doing this shit. I didn't see any photos of it, but I sure would like to. I know it ain't no women. Probably I would like to see a video of this because this is crazy. You want to see the video of Cockroach? I want to see a video of them doing this thing. No. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Oh, the guy from uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Right. Whatever his name is. Him? 45. Mm. Yeah, 45. Anybody else? Uh, let's see here. I don't think I had anybody else this week. Oh, the cop who shot through the glass mm-hmm. and killed that brother in uh, Philadelphia. In Philly, yeah, and he lied That's about what it started the, the riots and the looting. They lied in the beginning and said he came at you with a knife, and he didn't do that. No. And then they went to a grand jury, and they let the cop go, drop all the charges. Yeah. Well, what the hell was up with that? So the jury, let's put the jury on the kiss it list, mm-hmm. who decided that this man should go free. And the the judge makes the decision. The jury sits into the the grand jury to get their opinion. But I'm saying it was their opinion. Right, exactly. The the judge isn't going to overrule all of the jury. But the judge runs that fucking room. Okay. Well, let's put them all on the kiss it list. Okay. The cop, the jury, the judge, all of them. Okay. All right, anybody else? That's it? All right. We have a special, special gift. End of September gift for everybody on this week's edition of the Kiss It List. And here it is. It's coming. Kiss my entire ass.
All right, welcome back to the John Fighting One Hills property and River Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And we're down to the last word. Mm-hmm. What's your last word, Papa Didi? My last word is uh, just uh, be careful out there because Jokers is looting and doing all kind of crap. The government is tripping. Everything is got carjacking at gunpoint. I see so much stuff in the news that is scary as hell. If one of them people's approached me the way they approach some people, I probably have a goddamn heart attack right there in the car. It's just crazy, man. The way people come at you with a gun right in your face. So be careful. Watch watch your surroundings. Be vigilant of your surroundings. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, my last word is to piggyback on what you just said. I used to see a lot of these self-defense things where they were showing women what to do if somebody rolled up on you or attacks you or whatever. And I used to look at them and think, hell yeah, I'll, I'll never be in that situation. But things are getting to the point now where I'm starting to pay more attention. If somebody comes up to you and it tries to attack you in a certain way, different ways that you can turn that thing around and attack the person back and all. It's crazy that we even have to be there. You know, why do we even have to be considering if somebody comes up behind me, if they come up in front of me, I have to think about what do I do and all of this. Used to be a time you could just scream for help, but that's done. Now you got to know, okay, if they come at me this way, I need to do this. If they come at me from behind, I need to do that. Now we really do have to learn what do we do because there's some crazy people out here. So, like Papa Didi said, you got to watch yourself. Watch your front, watch your back, watch your peripheral. Stay safe. And Congress, get your act together. Do your freaking job. Because other people's jobs are at stake, too. It's not just about y'all arguing, having a pissing match with each other. It's more than that. It's deeper than that. Do your job. That's my last word. What's your last word, Kevin? Ooh, boy. Oh, ping, 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 ping. Uh, my last word is, like you said, we have to stay vigilant. Uh, you wouldn't think this day and age, but you almost, you have to have street knowledge. If you're out here every day, you got to have street knowledge. You see somebody come close to your car, you got to yeah. lock your door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Cross the street on a trip Right. The only way they'll get to me is through the window, and I got something born. But anyway, we have to think in that defensive mode on a regular basis when we're out here. And that's sad to say. But uh, also these teens, they need help 24-7. I mean, 12 uh, months out the year. Um, we have a teen, teen camp um, all year, not just summertime, you know. Because teens, they, they need help, <laughs> you know, all year. So, uh, I don't know. They just need some help. Um, also, too, I want to say kudos to the mayor last night. She had a... Um, uh, uh, art Award uh, show last night at the Lincoln Theater, and it was really nice. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it was really nice. Oh, okay. um, everybody came out, showed up, and showed hey. out. Um, so kudos to her with that, but she still needs some help as far as National Guard or whatever with this crime. We have yeah. over 200 people dying, and we just had a shooting um, a couple of days ago. Five people got um, um, Is that shot. the one on Sergeant Road? Um Oh, oh that was Saratoga. Saratoga, right. yeah, Saratoga. Sergeant. Saratoga. So, um, yeah, it's just crazy, you know. So, um, yeah, it's rough. Just be safe out there, people. You know, so that's on this. Mm. All right. <laughs> be safe. All right. Well, we're going to get on out of here, and we'll do it again next week. Mm. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Good night.
Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kettle. Good night. And good night. Until we meet again, we're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Gabi Kuh. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Day.